When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. This is Mad Lately. Mm-hmm. I'm Rose Kranz Vic. Yep. Joining me is uh, Gina Views. Finances as Gina Views, the whole fessa herself. Uh, as well as Gabe C. Yep, Gabe C. Hammer, Lavin and Fesh. Hi, Gabe C. Hammer. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> where does that come from, Gabe C. Hammer? What, like, where does that come from? Um, from the ladies. That's what. From the ladies. Yeah. Eight and a, all eight and a half of them. All eight and a half of them. <laughs> well, I don't get it. What do you mean? What? Maybe what, it's not. What's the hammer? Yeah. What's the hammer? What's the hammer? Oh, uh, that's something that proves itself within time. So. So you, so you swing a hammer is what you're telling me? Sometimes. And you nail things. Or, or they call me Gabe Z Hammer because ladies can't touch this. Ah. Okay. Well, we don't know yet. We still got to figure it out. That's what you say when you get home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just wears really, really like baggy pants yep. like in his crotch area. It's just super baggy for no reason. Have like y'all seen uh, Don't Be a Menace? Yeah. Every time I even think of uh, MC Hammer, I think of... Crazy legs? Crazy legs, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got dreams. <laughs> oh, shit. How was your guys' weekend? How was your weekend, Gina? Shit. I spent my whole weekend dealing with my car. Well, oh, no. Let me not even begin with negative energy. I had a great weekend. I was on TMZ. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Yeah, I was on Political TMZ. Political analyst? <laughs> yes. Wait, how did, how did From that politics happen? to music. How did that happen, though? They had my, my people talk to their people, and then they people talk to my people, and then I ended up on the show. That's what happened. What are you talking about, though? Um, basically, they gave me, like, a list of topic, topics of what, you know, had recently happened. One of the topics was Vivica Fox discussing Biden um, acting presidential or whatever, and they just asked me how I felt about it. Told them how I felt, and we got a new president. Facts. Yeah, yeah we got a new Facts. president. We got a black Vice president, and she's a female. Here we go. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I also went on Gitchy Gotti's. Y'all know Gitchy Gotti is a really big uh, big in the battle rap world. Oh, yeah. He has a podcast. I went on his show. Fire. And then I woke up, and my car was towed. Wow. From my apartment building, because I parked in Future Residence. And then... Wait, why'd you oh, park shit. there? Because Don't you have your own parking spot? I do. You had a, you had a guest? I, I might have had a DA had a or I might not have had a DA. <laughs> so you had a guest spend the night and then you woke up and your car was gone because you let him park in your spot. I mean, look, I'll park in guest parking and let you park in my stall if you want me to. Wow. But wow. anyway. You um, rolled out the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I hope my, it was worth it. That was a $300 dick appointment. It was six. It was two sixty four dollars and it was an $8 Uber. 
I'm not saying I'm like wanting to, you know, be reimbursed or anything. Yeah. But, did you, you did know. you like send a cash app request? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't. Damn. I didn't. Wow. I could wait for the next appointment. <laughs> this is all jokes, though. Like, it wasn't nobody at my house. Comedy but, style. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but exactly. your car really got towed. No, my car really got towed. I went down to the leasing office and went up on them. Wow. And they're like, we told you guys not to park there after a certain amount of time. And I'm like... Oh, you did, but so fucking what? I have a permit. Y'all couldn't come knock on my door? Oh, well, we don't know who car belongs to who. So I'm like, well, what wow. the fuck did y'all ask me for my license plate number for? But yeah, they told my shit. I ended up going to get it or whatever. And then my registration was due the following day. And this whole, you know, you get your registration like three months in advance. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at it until the due date. Come to find out, I can't even mail. I mean, I can't do it online. I can only mail in uh, my payment. And then I had to go get a smog. I don't know shit about a fucking smog. Mm. Like, that's the wow. type of shit that the nigga... You should have called your dick appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Said, help. Yeah, hey, I need a smog check. <laughs> I need, I need After a, you change my oil, update. I need the smog check. I need to figure out this recall. I need to get the smog check. <laughs> Dude, and yeah, that, shit. that was the other thing, the freaking recall. Yep. So they've been calling me and sending me notices in the mail saying that it was a recall on my car. But I didn't just, for whatever reason, I just didn't think that was important. I'm like, this motherfucker's still moving. So... <laughs> I don't need it, but now it's on my registration that I have to send them a correction certificate of the recall and proof that I got a smog. And I still ain't paid it. It's late. Wow. It's late, but I mean, I got like a month or something. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But that was my weekend. And um, being an adult just really has me mad lately. Yeah. Like, Like, (laughs) it just fucking pisses me off. Um, Auto payment is ghetto as fuck. <laughs> my phone bill is due on the second, but for whatever reason, T-Mobile takes the payment out on the 29th every fucking month automatically. What if I wasn't ready to pay it yet? You know, what if I wanted to be late? But then they reduce your bill if it's on an auto payment. It's only like five bucks though. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck. But y'all. it's like one overdraft fee, and that's like your discount for the year. Like, <laughs> the overdraft fee be like thirty dollars per day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, that's trash. Yeah. yeah. One day, um, I I was like, I had overdraft, like kept having an overdraft because I got a bunch of auto payments, and they cleaned my savings out. Wow. To where, because I didn't even, I was not checking my account at all, but it like literally cleaned my savings out because it was like multiple auto payments that I had lined up back said, to back. Oh, you got it over here. Okay, let me check exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Adulting is ghetto. Yep. So I had to call him and tell him it was fraud and all kind of shit. I ended up getting, I got to know that. it was fraud, but Wait, I got to know it was fucking fraud. Did you just admit to bank, bank fraud? Well, Gabe, how was your weekend? <laughs> it was good, but I, auto pay is fucking dedication for real, man. And real shit. That's another level of adulting. That's, that's another fucking level. <laughs> yeah. To be I'm ready. Bad. I don't be care ready how for rich those I am, hits. I'm never paying my phone bill on time. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Bro, even if I got it, I'm paying it the day of. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. I guess I got you. <laughs> um, my weekend my weekend was wild. It was wild. Um, Please elaborate. You was all hammering bitches? Uh, no, nah, I was a hammering bitches this you, weekend. You added a, are you at nine and a half now? No, nah, nah, no, not okay. at all. Still there. Um, so uh, we did a, did a lot of celebrating this weekend. Uh, I DJed this, this big ass mansion party um, to celebrate the win. Um, it was in Beverly Hills. What? Who's win or what? What are we talking about? Oh, uh, for Biden's win. Oh, Biden's okay, okay. and Kamala Harris. It was a... It was a, it a was victory a, party. A democratic victory party? Yes. Wow. They had masks on? You. Why didn't you invite our political analysis, <laughs> Gina Views, over here? Right. 
Why? Well, because they called me an hour before it started. Wow. Yeah. And they were like, we need you here now. They say that about the Democratic Party, that they're late to that shit. they're late to yeah, shit. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, well there, there you have it. <laughs> and um, it, was, it was a big party. Uh, I was on second floor playing for the first floor. It was very, very um, wild. I was turning up. And there was this one lady, right? She was probably like mm, anywhere from 200 to 225, maybe 250 pounds. I think she was like black or Samoan. Um, it was very dark, so I didn't really. Wait, get lady? To, so was she older? Or yeah, um, like how old maybe was she? she was like in her 30s, late 20s, maybe, or mid 20s. How was she dressed? And uh, she was dressed. Uh, I'm picturing like a, a football linebacker, like a heavy set. Like nah. I'm picturing <laughs> Troy Palomalu yeah. without his helmet on. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what you yeah. just described to yeah. me. <laughs> so she came up to me and she was like, "You gonna play fuck Donald Trump tonight, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just played it like 30 minutes. You probably just walked in." And then she was, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to need to hear that shit. And I was like, all right, I'm in my zone right now. You see people fucking dancing. I'm, I'm in my groove. And then she was like, okay. And she came back five minutes later. She was like, why the fuck aren't you playing my song? This is a fucking party for this shit right here. And I was like, why are you getting so mad? And then I didn't play it because I was going to play it like in 10 minutes. I was like, all right. We're on a different type of genre right now, but when I'm done with this trap shit, I'm going to play Fuck Donald Trump and get the, all, get the party rolling again. And um, before I played it, right before I played it, she had this big ass tantrum. She started like like touching all my DJ shit. Started fucking with my shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then, that's like rule number one. Like, don't, don't touch, touch the DJ, DJ shit. shit, man. Especially when he's trying to DJ. <laughs> wow. If he's there, if he's in the restroom, okay, maybe he could play the next song if I fuck up. Wow. But if this I'm sound like or, you disrespecting your gangster for yeah. real. And um, it came to the point where one of the big homies, Sherrod, had to escort her out. Like, like my boy had to grab her. I don't know how he grabbed her. And then, like, he must lift a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. And dragged her to the door. And when she was at the door, it's a balling ass house, man. She knocks and breaks the glass door. And she breaks the glass door at three in the morning, making everybody go home. Like, the owner of the house came out and was so pissed. Holy shit. Canceled the whole party. And it was all because of her. It was because, well, it was because of, of, you. of you. Oh, because of me. You well, didn't, I, why don't you play Fuck Donald Trump? I played it already. Why don't you play that song? Fuck him it. again. <laughs> what the bro, fuck? Bro, well, the thing you about ruined the whole party, I, no, I, bro. I, I, all right. You but ruined the whole about, party. The thing about like, the way I see it, a DJ sees wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Who did you vote for? I, I, <laughs> continue. Yeah, don't yeah. Yeah. Continue. I don't even. We don't because, even want to hear that. Because now I'm like, no, wait, why did you refuse? Why did you refuse to play Fuck Donald Trump? It's not that I refuse to play it. It's when a, a DJ plays a song, it's like you have to give it air for for the anticipation to come back. Like, oh shit, you can't keep playing back to back records of the same song. Even if it's a Do big song. Do you know song. how many times they play back to back in a club? Okay, back but. Back to back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. But I'm the type that wants to build it up. Just give it like 20 minutes and I'll play it again. I, I get it. This is the song of the moment, but so did she ever get to hear it again? <laughs> no, she canceled the whole party. Wow, yeah. Gabe, Gabe is responsible for the. Yeah, but wow. you should have saw. You Are you gonna have to replace the that size glass? of her? She was about to kill the bro. Fuck okay, out one. Of me. One, on. I would have played. You should have got your ass beat. No. One, okay, look. One, I would have played "Fuck Donald Trump" as many times as the people requested. Two, okay. I'm listening to anything 
a 200-pound uh, <laughs> Simone woman tells me to do. Okay? So you're a brave man, one. You're absolutely And right. two, you should have just played the fucking song. All this could have been avoided. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm in the fucking wrong, all right? <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't have but you the re- the replace moment. the glass. <laughs> yeah. I would have made you. I would have been like, yo. I feel so bad. You know what? Uh, DJ, uh, this is all stems from your refusal to play this yeah. at a Democratic Party. Like, I would have charged Mixed you Mixed with liquor, shit. too? I don't think that was a good... <laughs> Yeah. Mixture. <laughs> no, you know what? I feel like it became personal for you at a certain point. Yeah. I felt like yeah. he was just like, he I'm was just not, being an asshole. Yeah, I'm not gonna play this fucking song. She touched my DJ shit. Fuck this bitch. Yeah. That was getting her like, and I was like, okay, <laughs> not gonna play it, huh? <laughs> this whole party's over. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck about making her happy at or all. Anything. No, I, okay. It, it was for the people. It you was. Know? It's, it it's was. Just, she's just one person. You know, he could have played it for the entire crowd. You're right. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you fucked up. Game you fucked up. All right, so that that's my bad lady. I'm I'm mad at like when people get too aggressive and take that shit to the next level. That's yeah. that shit crazy. I couldn't even handle that. Yeah. You could miss me with that. Fuck that. <laughs> How no. was your weekend, Vic? Um, it was relatively uneventful. Um, to be honest. I I watched a whole lot of there's this new show on Vice. Mm-hmm. It's called, I don't know how, yeah, it's, it's like pretty new. It's called uh, I'm a Teenage Felon. Mm-hmm. And I got hooked. Have you guys ever just been hooked on a show? And you're just like, this is all I want to do for the next day is just watch, binge watch all this shit. So it's a show on Vice. And basically it tells the story of people who were teenage felons and like they did hella illegal shit. And it just goes into like everything. And it was just so funny. There was like a story about this uh, drug dealer from New York named Costa Boss who ran it the fuck up. Like he was a millionaire um, early in his like 16, 17, went to jail for a little bit, came out, still booming, uh, told stories about him taking a horse and carriage from like lower Manhattan to like Brooklyn, like doing a whole bunch (laughs) of wild shit. And then he got locked up. But there's always like some sort of like moral thing at the end to where it turned into a positive. So he went in for like eight years and I think he was like on the verge of being like 300 pounds. And then he decided to start working out while he was mm-hmm. in jail. And from there, he be- like he got a routine. He like lost hella weight, came out and he wanted to start a fitness plan, like a boot camp type shit. Moral of the story is he created this thing. Um, it, it's called Con Body, and essentially what he does is a boot camp, but it's an actual like style. It looks exactly like a prison, and he makes all his uh, clients go through the workouts he went through while he was in prison, and it's on the exact same corner that he used to sell crack on. It was mm. a fucking trip. So it was raining this weekend. It was yeah. I was, binge watch. I was binge watching the fuck <laughs> was out you of this shit. No, I wasn't. I was. I was. I was you have posted the 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 dick giver drink. Oh, what the on your close the, friend the forty two? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I, I don't, don't know how that got don't there. The forty two. I don't know how that got there. Mistake. But it was next to some fish sticks. <laughs> Those were uh, forty two and fish sticks. <laughs> forty two and fish sticks. That's what a single dad has in his freezer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that's exactly yeah. Yeah, I had the 42. You it didn't cuddle. A, I didn't. Mm. We don't, now we don't, I'm thinking you're lying. We don't, don't cuddle these hoes. Come on. Y'all don't Show cuddle? Door. No. All right, I'm capping. I'm capping. I cuddle. Gabe, I know you cuddle. <laughs> I'm a cuddler. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> what did you post the little other spoon. day? The, the, the thing the you said? Yeah. <laughs> waiting for my girl to spoon? <laughs> <laughs> me waiting for my girl to make me the little spoon? 
So do y'all do, okay, y'all saw the, the the clip that went viral with Keon and MJ talking about um kissing? Yeah. Do you guys kiss girls you have sex with or is it, well, Gabe, you've not in this conversation. Okay. That's fair. Answer the question though. All right. <laughs> do you guys kiss girls you have sex with or is that like off limits? I do. I feel like that's that's weird if you don't. Like if you can't even like put your lips on this girl, like you shouldn't be in that situation. Like You cuddle with anybody? It's that transaction. No, I do, yeah, I do. It's not that transactional for me, personally. Like yeah. that sounds like they're just doing a transaction. That's weird to me. Like that's like a service. Like uh, uh. that's that's too much. Like there has mm. to be a speck of romance in there somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me personally, like I'm a high five after you end. <laughs> something like <laughs> don't call me like thanks, bro. Like that was a good one. Like that's weird for me. Like <laughs> we gotta kind of fuck with each other. Like I'd be ready for a nigga to leave afterwards. Like yeah, one- there's that feeling. There's post nut clarity. One time I woke up and a nigga was still next to me and it was just like I got up. What? Wait, you never heard post-nut you never heard of post nut clarity? No. You what don't is that like me? You don't just like come back to your senses after <laughs> you nut. That's only me? I'm not I can't be the only person. No, I, I I suffer from that as well. Right? You just feel different. You're like, I was tripping. Like, <laughs> you know what? I've, I'm not going to lie. I've had, I've raw dog before. And afterwards, be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Right? So, it's like, you come yeah, back you to your senses. Snap back yeah, to reality. Yeah, yeah. Like, PS5. Yeah, yeah. Snap back to reality. <laughs> oh, there goes rabbit. But see, I, I, I never done nothing like encountered a guy and like you know did anything with him that he had make me want to be like oh let me go get you a motherfucking ps5 like you know like i don't think i ever had nothing it's because it's after the nuts post nut yeah. clarity yeah. but if he asked you during you might have said yes mm-hmm. no nah, because i had somebody say whose blank is it and i'd be like what <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> it's mine i'd be like <laughs> jesus Just hit him with that <laughs> <laughs> when a nigga asks you pussy, is you gotta moan over it, huh? <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear you. <laughs> hey, y'all stupid. Wait, but you know what I just thought about? You said you never did anything that made you want to buy somebody a PS5. Uh-huh. But the price of a PS5 is dangerously close to getting your car towed. So Ooh. just know that you could have spoiled somebody's yeah. son and yep. you got your car towed instead. And it's coming out next week too. Cause so I didn't yeah. read. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Cause time. you didn't read. Like yep. how much more is it? Yeah. Like, you would have been happy. You've been in a good mood for a few weeks. I'm not even dealing with nobody at the moment right now that makes me even want to buy him nothing. You could have bought it and yep. kept it at your house. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so single that it's not even like when this come out, it's not nobody that's going to see this and be mad. Like that's how <laughs> somebody finances ass. Somebody is like watching this, just being like, <laughs> "Really, Gina? I thought we was something. You got your car towed for, for me and everything. Damn, <laughs> you just broke somebody's heart right hey, now." Hey, boy, fuck you. <laughs> um, man, this was a really. I mean, I think also be, like the reason I was just like on the couch this whole weekend was. So much was fucking going on this whole week. Like it was easy to just sit on your phone and scroll your timeline. Exactly. You know, obviously Draco got out. Yep. You know, the unfortunate uh, passing of King Vaughn. You know, um, I know we brought him up last week briefly because mm-hmm. I was excited about his project. Did you guys like fuck with his music? I literally heard about King Vaughn when you brought him up, mm-hmm. probably a little bit before that in Clubhouse, and mm-hmm. then I saw a video of him and Tusi like playing with each other on live. They was like going um, live with each other on Instagram. But other than that, like, I've, like, seen, like, his clips on Genius and all mm-hmm. of that, but I didn't even get a chance to 
get into his music and was so crazy. That's the same thing that happened with Pop Smoke. Like I heard more about the person than I heard about their music, yeah. and I didn't not get a chance to tap into them until they passed. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of like? Did have you listened to his music since then? Or? Yeah, it's really good. Um, what I would say though, some of the lyrics that I found, and I think it's crazy how we keep seeing this happen, is that they um, kind of speak it into existence, yeah. speak what's happening into existence, and it's really becoming to a point where I feel like we're losing future legends yeah. way too early. And I kind of feel like in a sense, God uses them as vessels to speak through their music because maybe they, they rap about things like that because they know that it could be coming or, you know, it, death mm -hmm. could be upon, upon, it could be near or whatever. Yeah. And maybe God is using them as vessels to speak through their music to us yeah. so that we can know to move, you know, differently yeah. or anything like that. So but. you really feel that way? Like you, are you the type of person that like won't mention death or you really are superstitious that like if an artist keeps referring to death in their music that they're going to meet their demise eventually? I definitely feel like your your mouth makes your world. Definitely. And whatever you speak into the earth is going to come back to you. It's oh. just I feel like that's just the way things work. But that could be just because the way I was raised, because I remember growing up and my parents always saying like every role that Tupac played in the movie, he died in with the exception. I think I don't think he died in gang related, but like every role, you know, he mm -hmm. ended up eventually he died. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I've always felt like that was something that, you know, was true. So I've always just tried to speak positive things into um, into the world. Yeah. And so I yeah. lost in 20, 2014, 2015, 2016. I lost three people. My sister, um, my big sister, her name is Candace, my homeboy KP, and Sean Mack. And I had dreams about each of their deaths before it happened. Wow. So it was to the point where, like, I wouldn't even tell them, like, hey, I had a dream about, you know, da 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 because I didn't want to, like, you know, scare nobody. Of course. So, but that was my thing to where maybe God was talking to me saying, you need to tell them, you know, what's going on. But yeah. I didn't want to say it out loud. To, and yeah. then it happened, and you know? Happened, yeah. So I, I for sure believe that. Yeah. Whatever you speak into the universe, like, that's why I know somebody's going to finance this ass. That is. <laughs> I will drive the X6 Beamer. Mm -hmm. I will own a home in Beverly Hills. Say that. <laughs> Say that. Yeah. No, but like on a serious note, yeah. like it's really. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely yeah. think that 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 shit is for real when that yeah. happens. Well, and like shit. Real shit. What about I, you? Yeah. I think words are powerful, and that that's exactly it. Like just the energy that you give off, even with like you know pop, the pop smoke. The only picture I have with him, he's holding the gun in his picture. You know what I mean? And that's like something that he was always doing. And mm -hmm. so it's like it's 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 tough when we have to go through these situations. You know, bless his soul. Um, but it's like, and the only thing you have to remember him is like how long he had before, that energy. How long before Pop Smoke died did you like meet him? Um, we had him three, uh, three or four months, no, five months in um, Power 106. We did the LA Leaker freestyle, and that's when I first met him. And oh, okay, then okay. that's when you know, and then that the day that Pop Smoke passed away, that same day he was supposed to go to Power for a mixer meeting. So we are oh, all prepping shit. to meet him, wow. and he was gonna break his records with us. That's and so, crazy. Yeah, it was just tough that we. We saw that and you know yeah everything around it was just like that energy is is tough to to hold because you carry it with you wherever you're going yeah no definitely i mean i don't know if i believe a hundred percent that it's like a like just because you said it is gonna happen mm -hmm. But I'm also superstitious enough to not say shit like that mm -hmm. and be very careful of what I say. Because like you said, it's like 
you know, there is a certain thing that I believe in is like manifestation mm -hmm. and it can go either way. You mm -hmm. know, you can say it for the positive or you can say it yeah. for the negative. This particular circumstance, though, uh, after I was watching um, academics, he interviewed uh, King Von's manager and he gave a lot more insight into what the actual situation was. And it seemed like such a fluke at this point because they explained that they didn't know each other was going to be there. I'm talking about King Vaughn and the murderer, basically, or the alleged, you know, murder. Mm -hmm. um, and there was like a situation with with Vaughn and Rondo, Quando Rondo. And they didn't like each other, but they didn't know that each other was going to be there. So they literally, he said they bumped into each other as soon as they seen each other. Apparently, King Vaughn started, you know, hitting him and shit. And then immediately, uh, he, the guy opened fire or like his homie opened fire on him when he seen him getting beat up. Mm -hmm. So it was like what he kept talking about. He's like his manager was like, bro, this was a, two seconds. This all happened. Everything changed in two seconds. Then after the security was outside, they were undercover police you know a lot of undercover police take jobs as like security in their off time they started seeing bullets flying they immediately started shooting and then they killed two of king von's homies so king von wasn't killed by the police or anything like that they do have um a guy in custody and they charged him with murder already and you know as people can see from like the video and stuff it was very hap very quick how it happened and everything I don't know. It, it seemed like such a fluke. Like, you know, he wasn't even in his hometown. A lot of people, unfortunately, pass in their hometown, stuff like that. It just seems like one of those fluke situations, almost like a car accident where you're just like, how the fuck did that even happen? Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, it's it's super sad. I'm so tired of seeing extremely talented artists pass mm -hmm. too soon. You mm -hmm. know, you name Pop Smoke. Uh, obviously, we had Nip. We've had, you know, Lil Peep, XXXTentacion. These are all, I think, generational talents that were taken away seemingly far too soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's from our point of view, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I think, you know, everybody has their own plans and stuff. But, yeah, no, that shit was, that shit was crazy. I don't like when videos like that hit the Internet and all the Twitter lawyers, investigators yeah. trying to tell you what happened. Especially when it's people that's not from the area, like... For example, in this video, mm -hmm. the timeline just pissed me off because people have so many conspiracy theories. Yeah. And it's like, no, we from L.A., we in a city, we know shit like that happens. Yeah. Like, it's not no damn, the police had us, the white man in the video <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. out the car and he walk and handed the gun. Like, that's not, you know, r reality to me. But I, I hate when, when videos hit the timeline and it's just so, they had me analyzing and looking at shit yeah. like well damn i didn't see that and maybe that did happen yeah but that's probably why they come out and have to you know clear shit up like you said he did with academics. yeah it was such a up and down week like that happened you know obviously later towards like the weekend but earlier in the week you know we got a new president yes president-elect joe biden yep. yes that's super fire obviously kamala harris uh vice president <laughs> black a black woman yeah. Did Big you guys moves. did you guys go vote? Can you like describe your experience of like I mailed mine in. You mailed yours in, so you just went to a ballot and dropped it off. Yep, yep. What about you, Gabe? I went to the hall, Carson City Hall, and did it with the with the whole city. It was cool. Y'all got yeah. stickers and shit. I didn't yeah. get that. Experience. I got I got the most fire sticker. I was so glad. So I woke up early that morning. I already had it filled out and I was gonna mail it in, but I missed the date or whatever, so I was like, Well, I gotta go drop this bitch off. So I hit up uh the homie Duno. 
uh, he lives like up the street from me. And then I was like, yo, let's go to like this spot in Hollywood. And then he's like, no, let's go to Dodger Stadium. I'm like, oh, shit, we go to Dodger Stadium? Fire. So I pick him up. We head up there. And it was like a super dope experience. I would recommend, you know, all these uh, like stadiums to open up because it makes voting a little more fun. It gives it more of an experience. Like you said, you went to City Hall. I've been yeah. to a place like that before. Mm-hmm. Very like weird environment feels like church it does it's like it's very professional too. very it's professional like, eh, like yeah. you know nobody's too friendly you see people you see like around your neighborhood and yeah. you're just like wonder who this motherfucker is voting for you know like you just start looking at him like mm, you got a red hat on like, what does that say? Like, um but i thought yeah, a ram stadium was open for voting ram too. stadium was open staple center was open mm-hmm. i thought that was so dope also you know us like people like we're we're stupid like we want these stupid little stickers you know i got a dodger sticker says i voted that's like a collector's item who knows like if they're ever going to do that again i saw people walking out with like going to staples center getting lakers stickers laker masks Mm -hmm. after i saw that i was like fuck i should have went and voted again like (laughs) i I need the fucking laker mask like god damn it put a mustache on yeah i'm god (laughs) yeah so um yeah that was that was obviously like a a highlight you know Mm -hmm. i think uh whatever we all found out on saturday right yeah, the 12th. Or was it Sunday it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. What's today? The 9th? <laughs> I'm talking about the 12th. 12th anyway. <laughs> the Shit. fuck is today? Yeah. What was so funny to me about everything was how Trump um, had tweeted that he won way before Oh yeah. it was even, you know, yeah. and he was just 100. He was so loud and just 100% wrong. wrong. <laughs> that stop, was funny to Stop me. the vote. Like, what do you say? Stop counting the votes and then yeah. count the votes. Like, yeah. make up your fucking mind. He wanted them to stop counting votes where yeah. he was winning at yeah. and then recount where he was losing at. Like, I'm dude. Not. Yeah. You know, um, how, do, do y'all click on his tweet, tweets when he tweets? Do y'all see at the bottom? It, it always says, this is now. fraud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking warning label now. <laughs> That's just dope. Um, other great news that we got is Draco's release. Finally. Yes. So Fucking the here. crazy part is I was going to yeah. have Jeff Weiss call in today mm-hmm. because his trial was supposed to start today. Mm-hmm. I was going to have Jeff call in and like tell us, you know, an update about what's going on because it's a super complicated matter. Every time I talk to him about the case, he would just be like a super complicated. Mm-hmm. I would have to call you over the phone and tell you it's not something you could just text out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was going to have him call in and explain. But then little do we know, as soon as Jackie Lacey loses to Gascon in office, then they offer him a plea deal and he gets out like the same day. And the fucking L.A. Twitter just blew the fuck up. Like crazy. It was so unreal. I'm like, no way Drake is going to get released. This is something I really talking like I'm really close with Jeff. We're always talking. I would always try to see if there's like any type of hope. Like, so what do you think? Maybe 2021, 20, 2022? 20, mm-hmm. He'd be like, probably 2024. Shit like that. He would it's tell not me. not looking like, good. He would literally tell me. Yeah. And I would just be like, damn, he knows better than anybody. He's in there in the courtroom every day. And they really had it out for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to uh, one of his court dates. And they treat people going to see the shit like, like shit. I went in there. Like you committed a crime. Yeah, exactly. I went in there and they were like, I was like, oh, I'm here to see, you know, Daryl Caldwell. And then they were like, oh, you can't have your phone on you. And I'm just like, okay, cool, whatever. And then so I went back down to take it down to my car. And I was like, fuck, that's just far. I was like, I'll just put it like in my back pocket, but I'll turn it off. I'm not going to play with that. I come back and they're like, 
you brought your phone and i was just like oh yeah what? it's turned off though like don't even trip they're like no you have to go back downstairs Fuck. they were giving me like a hard ass time i'm like bro i didn't do shit right. like you know and being in there just seeing the energy that the uh district attorney like had towards him like the they just had it so out for him and he was really a marked man they were playing all these things trying to say that the stink team was a gang i witnessed it all firsthand i was just like this is fucking insane mm-hmm. how much they want to get him and obviously that trial that i went to he beat it uh except for like one one case that they got him they found him guilty of mm-hmm. and he was they were gonna retry him pretty much the same case but worded differently you know through a loophole and they were gonna pretty much try to retry him and I, knew, I guess they knew that Gascon wasn't going to fuck with it, you know? And they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's offer him plea, plea deal, time served. And he got out. Uh, I did hear that he is on some very strict probation. So he can't fuck up. Like, he really has to be on his best behavior. So we're all obviously hoping for that. But it's just such a trip. Uh, another November and he gets mm-hmm. out. Like, yeah. he got out in, in November, what, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's been locked up since, you know, they took him in, in January. But where were you when you found the, found out the news? I was laying in my bed. I was supposed to be on the clock. (laughs) (laughs) I was laying in my bed. And remember, we was talking about it. And we was like, oh, we think he's coming home. And then it was like, oh, no, he's standing outside in front of a yogurt land. He's fucking out. Like, it's real. Ten toes down. Hell, yeah. But um, I'm just excited just to see, like, what are we what are we about to get from Draco? You know, like what are we already? He released that project from jail with Jug. Yeah. And now it's just like at this point, you know what I would really like to see is for Mustard to do what he was supposed to do five years ago with Draco. And if we can even see him in RJ, we, you know, he made that RJ posted Draco's video today or whatever. That was, that yeah. was Show him some love. That was dope. Yeah. So I would even like to see if we can get them, you know, yep. on the same track. But even more so, I feel like Draco went to jail right before, um, maybe like a year or so before Roddy blew up. Mm-hmm. I would like for Mustard and Draco to work together because I feel like Draco should be at that level as well. Yeah. Just as far as all the work he put in, all the um he didn't he did time served inside, but he did time served outside as well. Yeah, you know? Facts. He put out a lot of freaking music. We literally saw him with well, me for sure. I saw him come from the bottom yeah. all the way to Yeah, speak about that. Uh, I feel like people don't know you actually went to high school with him. Yeah, so or middle school. Too, me right? and Draco went to um, middle school and high school together. Wow. And what I would say in middle school, what's so funny now is that the people who are fans of Draco now are probably those people that we grew up with that used to fucking bully him. Like, and not not bully to the extent where they like, you know, on some like physical type shit, but just as far as like picking on him and clowning him and stuff like that. And I think they turned him into that monster that he is today. The bully breaker. Yeah. He always talks about this bully breaker, this FN rip rip through vest. Hell yeah. Shit like that. They turned (laughs) our, I would say definitely for sure, the people we went to school with turned him into the monster. How he cocky and flexing on niggas and doing all of that. It's like, hi, bitch, look at me now. And like I said. He does carry that sore winner attitude. Those, where he said, I, if I win, I'm taking the scoreboard with me. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Those same people as fans now. Like, yeah. I saw that shit, like, in, in front of me for, you know, my, yeah. in front of my own eyes or whatever. So just to see him reach this level and where he is, I 
don't even want him to work with any more um, up-and-coming artists. And that's no shit on, you know, anybody moving and putting in work. Outside of Bino and Blue Bucks, that's, I do want to get a collab yeah. from them eventually. But I want to see what he can do with 21 Savage, Nicki Minaj, yeah. Roddy Rich, fucking like NBA Young Boy. You yeah. know, people on that level. I want to see what he can do with them and uh, producers at a higher level as well. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is going to be kind of hard because, you know, as we see and if we know Draco to the extent that we do, he's pretty antisocial. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. really like to fuck with mm-hmm. new people. But uh, mm-hmm. where were you when you heard the news? Um, I just woke up and I was at the crib and I could, man, I could definitely feel the uh, energy shift, especially in L.A. hip hop culture. It was just like everything was kind of like you you kind of like feel like a, a weight kind of goes off your shoulders because it's like you feel so bad and you want to do so much. But it's like, damn, yeah. finally, it's like mm-hmm. it's here. He's fucking here. Yeah. It's because it feels like we had a generation almost stripped from us yeah. yes. with him and Greedo yeah. getting locked up the minute they started getting shit cracking for L.A. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how frustrating it was for me to be covering them, booking them for shows, being excited, telling yeah. everybody like, yo, these guys yeah. are next. They're blowing up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I knew Greedo had a case hanging over his head. But with, as soon as Draco came out, Greedo was out. The energy in L.A. was unmatched like it's never been matched before they were in the studio every single night everybody wanted to be there everybody couldn't wait for the next song they were beefing with people going on live they just didn't stop it like Mm -hmm. they both have this like unstoppable energy you've seen as soon as draco got out he might have made a pit stop at Yogurtland. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> he, might <have> been, <laughs> he might have been craving that. It's the first thing you want to get. What right the fuck after did that, you order? Right after that. <laughs> Plain tart. Straight to the studio. <laughs> Went straight to the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, as somebody who, you know, can just imagine, like, put yourself in his shoes, like, I would go straight to, you know, hang out with my family. I mean, I know his, like, aunt picked him up and stuff. I don't know his relationship with his family, but... You know, you got to think like, man, I want to see my family. It has, it's been a minute. Yeah. But I think he's just so dedicated and was so antsy to like get back in the studio. Fuck it. We're going right now. That's star power. That's like, star power. He, knew, he knows that the streets was hungry for exactly. him. He knew that we needed something. And yeah. I, I find that remarkable. You just going straight to the studio and putting in some work so you can give us some songs. And I don't know who pulled up or anything. I saw Jig was there because Jig was live from yeah. there. But like he knew that we needed that. And that's the dedication to your fans. That Facts. you, like you said... I, you might want to go straight to your family. I'm if if I'm Draco, my family pulling up to the studio. Yeah, and that's just facts. That's probably you know? what happened. That's probably yeah. what happened. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. definitely. What, what you guys think of uh, fights don't matter? It's just like, essentially, it's like his first yeah. new song, new video, essentially serving as his first day out song. What what you what you think of it, Gina? Um, it's not what I expected. Um, the song is good. It just wasn't a first day out song to me. Yeah. That's not what do you what mean? You were expecting them to talk about like everything that was happening. I expected Draco to, to address every uh, motherfucker okay. on yeah. the timeline. Gotcha. I was doubting him and doubting his star power. Just like he said, I was calling y'all two days ago. I was just calling y'all two days ago. Now everybody's on my line. Now everybody's posting him and, you know, so excited. Yeah. So I expected him to address that, you know, on that level. But like I said, the song is good or whatever, but I just thought that it was going to be on some like, you know, some yeah. like gorilla shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you feel me? I, I thought it was going to be on something yeah. like that. But what, what you think of the video? I think the video looks good. It's a Draco video. Yeah. 
most definitely. He didn't go, yeah, he didn't go like out of his element. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Go into like a studio and he be like, all right, it. we need dancers, we need choreography. Exactly. It was like. He stayed true to him. Yeah. He stayed true to him. For he sure. stuck to where he left he got, off. He got for his sure. niggas in the video. I yeah. was so happy to, to see. see the, him surrounded yeah. by the stink team. Because yeah. the, some of the people in the videos also the people I went to school with. Yeah. So I remember all of them coming up together and jerking and shit and wearing, yeah. you know, all the, the, the bright colored yeah. pants and stuff like that. So that was dope to me to see like, okay, y'all still rocking with each other. Yeah. He came home and y'all still rocking with him, you know? So that was dope to me to see that yeah. as well. What you think of it, Gabe? I, th- I thought it was hard. I thought it was, a, it was a perfect record, man. He came out. I like I like the fact that he didn't address it though because to me it's like his perspective is like we off that we just moving we moving forward mm-hmm. yeah I'm just giving you what I what I got mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like go to the past about it but no I'm niggas like, gonna be addressed yeah, yeah. <laughs> no they gonna get addressed if I know Draco's, ways, yeah. Draco's sure. gonna yeah. at some yeah. point he gonna address somebody but go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> no yeah. but the fact that you know you you just left that in the past and which is like all right I'm mm-hmm. just give you some Draco shit yeah well he posted a snippet yeah that he was kind of addressing the situation mm-hmm. he said um you know beat uh what did he say says something about like i beat the the trial 12 yes that's uh, what i thought was coming jurors, out not guilty uh, not guilty beat it that's what i thought was coming out i feel like good played that on yeah, his life yeah i we got we got a video of it yeah. and i thought that was going to be the song that yeah. was going to come out first and it was really addressing the situation and I thought it was hard as fuck. I was like, yo, this shit hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jug did produce it, uh, but he chose to put out Fights Don't Matter first, which I liked it. The uh, Paisa dancing bar, Immaculate. <laughs> he said, the plug told me it was 17 it. a piece. I started Paisa dancing. And then he started Paisa dancing in the video. I was like, that's hard. That might end the race war and going on in Real LA shit, with the yeah. Elefettos and shit. Like, that shit was fire. Like, mm-hmm. I fucked with that. Also, what I really loved and paid attention to was the fact that he's still like talking about shooting people, mm-hmm. still talking about killing people. Not that I like that, but he was being literally tried for his lyrics. Yeah. Word for word, they were pulling up his lyrics in court and saying, this is, you know, what he raps about. This is true. This mm-hmm. is the kind of person he is. And it really, as an artist, like, you got to think that if you're you almost lost your life to prison for the stuff you rap about and you beat it finally mm-hmm. after you know two three years of legal battles you come out and you a big fuck you to everybody that was trying to persecute you for the same yeah. lyrics as you're rapping about the same shit i like that energy mm-hmm. like you guys aren't gonna stop me yeah stop my artistic vision this is what i like to rap about i'm not gonna come out and start yeah. rapping about Going to yogurt land and shit. <laughs> and dumb yeah. it down. And dumb it down. He like, be a gospel artist. Politically correct. Yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. stayed on the same type yeah. shit. It really is Draco in 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's dope. And I don't think he he's missed yeah. a beat as far yeah. as, you know, he's just as sharp. Mm-hmm. He was writing the whole time he was in there. And I'm excited. What I do want to hear, though, I do want GTA re-recorded. Yes. Yeah. I need that. I need yeah. it re-recorded. CDQ without the... Um, Thank you for GTL drops and like the phone shit. I really need that full version of the song. Like I need to be able to play it in the car. And I mean, they did a good job of making it sound as good as it could. Mm-hmm. But I need like the real CDQ version. I need it more appealing. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. they could probably push that shit like yeah. to really be a single shoot the video for that. I know they shot the video, which is like a um, it was a grand theft auto style you yeah. know animation video but that now was he's out. that was great yeah, yeah it was Correct. fire but 
I, I want to just see it kind of like reprise or maybe add somebody yeah. to it yeah. now to where it's a remix. And, mm-hmm. and that's the song I could hear in the club. You just got to get that CDQ and I hear that shit bumping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. Crazy. Um, so, so, yeah, Gina brought up this point earlier. Like, do you think Draco and, and Mustard will ever get back in the studio? I think they have to. I think they owe us. Yeah. I feel like we got a glimpse of what it's like to see Mustard and Draco working together. Um, I want to say... I can't think of the name of the project, but the the um, artwork is black. Oh, um, I'm Mr. Mosley. I believe Mustard Part one. Yeah. produced that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as well as the Mr. Godot track. Like, yeah. I just feel like they fucking owe that to us. They owe that to the streets to to do something together. Despite the politics and yeah. whatever went on, what happened, I'm not sure exactly what, you know, went on behind closed doors. We saw what happened on the surface, but mm-hmm. I think that all of that shit needs to be in the past yeah. and they owe us to to put out something do you actually think it'll happen though like can hell you- yeah um i think th- it's gonna happen I yeah. Think it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah what about you Gabe? you think it's gonna happen um yeah if hopefully if like what their issue is internally isn't that that serious that they mm-hmm. could fix it with communication and the conversation yeah then yeah man the, the world's world's been waiting for that for sure yeah. If it stemmed from RJ, the yeah. RJ situation, and we're seeing that RJ and Draco it's, are cool now, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much squashed, then I definitely think I think they should do something. I feel like um, if they would have continued their relationship and whatever happened didn't happen, yeah. then Draco would have been out of here yeah. fucking with Mustard. Facts. I personally, I would love for it to happen, but I personally don't think it's going to happen. No? I Why? Don't think so. So, but the thing is, I was in a clubhouse room with That's Mustard. That's what I was about to say, yeah. but I didn't know so, about it. <laughs> so I was in a clubhouse room with Mustard and he was talking, they were like, people were posing questions of like, oh, who, who in LA is next and stuff like that. And he chimed in and was just like, Draco and them just got out. And he's like, I know they about to go crazy. And I was like, oh, he kind of spoke about him in a positive light. That's what makes me yeah. feel like he's interested but, in working. But you got to think of, okay, where are they at in their careers, right? Mm-hmm. Mustard is like pop level, you know, he's did shit with LMA. When was the last time he really did like a real street record? I feel like he's kind of transitioned out of that space. He's trying to get more and more number one billboard. Trying to be global. I feel like he can still go back to his roots though. He can. How long ago was that? What's his incentive? That he dropped that album with um, with, uh, one take on the intro. How long ago was that? That was 2019. Yeah. So last, last year. Last summer. Yeah. yeah. But that was a club record. Why can't Draco and Mustard make a club record? I would like to hear. I would like to hear them try. I don't, you know, I don't know if Draco's classified as like club music. No, but like a song like Mr. Get Dope could that's be a like club a good song. Yeah. It's regular. That's my, yeah. na- that's my national anthem. Yeah. I feel like it's regular is a club song. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they yeah. can definitely do it. And I feel like Mustard has the ability to work around an artist and put them into a different realm and make them. Get Dude, him. if yeah. we need a club song, he gonna make them do yeah. a club song. I don't have any, right. any yeah. doubts of like their abilities at all to come together and make like a smash record. I just think it's the point that they're at. And then also, uh, I don't think Draco fucks with Mustard from what it seems like. Mm-hmm. There was a article on the LA Times and it, there was like mention of, um, you know, how Mustard kind of jump-started Draco's career. And then he mentioned in the caption, like, Mustard didn't do shit for me. Like, something to that effect. Don't quote me on it. This was years ago, obviously. But I think, you know, the way Draco is, like, again, antisocial. Like, he doesn't feel like he needs Mustard. He doesn't, really. Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like unless Mustard is the one extending the hand, it's never going to be Draco. Yeah, I To be, that. yo, like, yo, let's get in the studio. I could never see a scenario where Draco hits up Mustard and is like, let's get back let's to work. work. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that'll ever happen. It will probably just have to be genuine. If it's a situation where maybe a bunch of different people are in the studio and, yeah. you know, it might, yeah. but it won't like, just like you said. But also like the, the way Mustard is like, I'm sure he's he's a star so he's not gonna just gonna be pulling into random sessions mm-hmm. yeah. like you see la producers now like they're just like oh shit drake out the studio okay i'm gonna pull up it's not like that it would have to be like something very private no, i mean we just seen i mean i don't know what the situation I just think logistically was. logistically i just kind of don't see it i would love to see it yeah i just i think there's too many variables and yeah you know shit like that so well, do something, y'all, please. Yeah. We're, we're optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Trump was the president. Anything could happen, okay? Oh, God. Oh, Fuck, Donald Trump. Ah. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump went number one. We just saw. On, on, uh, on iTunes. We I saw a protest anthem turn into an election anthem. I think that's yep. fucking remarkable. Facts. And I really want to know. I would like for YG to let us know how he feels about that. Because I don't think that they expected that song to go from, what was that, 2016? 2016. I don't think in 2016 that they knew that in 2020 that they was going to be playing that at a freaking uh, a rally. It's a rally cry. It's a, yeah. like, literally people will acapella it. And it's so easy to say it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They even played it on CNN. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that clip. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, fading out of a scene. And then people were just like, fuck Donald Trump. And they like, did that on purpose. For sure. <laughs> I did. think yeah. CNN did that on purpose. <laughs> that was very slick of them. But, um, I, obviously, you know, I do want to hear YG's kind of point of view on that. Mm-hmm. Because it is, like, okay, a song I started out as being, like, just reckless and willing to put some shit on wax obviously him him uh, him and nip and making a a stand i felt like when he said that it was really it was kind of to stand in solidarity with latinos yeah when they made it because you know yg and nipsey have huge latino fan bases Mm -hmm. mexican american primarily in la on the west coast and when they did that, it was like some solidarity shit is what I viewed it as at the time. I was just like, oh, shit, like they got our back because at the time he was harping on Mexicans hard, mm-hmm. you know, saying that they send us our word, their worst, uh, their rapists, blah, 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 all that shit. That's what like he was running on. We got to build a wall. Mm-hmm. He didn't do none of that shit for the record. But uh, it was dope to see that. But now it's taken on like a whole new meaning and a whole new life. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think fuck Donald Trump is more impactful or All Right by Kendrick? Um, I feel like Fuck Donald Trump is uh, Malcolm X and All Right is Martin Luther King. <laughs> okay. It's a little bit more reckless and I feel like a, um, All Right is kind of like, it's a little bit more, it's saying yeah. the same thing, but just from a more of a peaceful yeah. perspective. Yeah. What, what do you think? I feel that, that same way too. I feel like Fuck Donald Trump is very, very... Um, impactful right now especially with all the built-up hate that we have towards them and um we're gonna be all right is more of just like perseverance like we're, we're gonna get through this but mm-hmm. i feel like they ha- almost have the same level of impact though just different yeah. sittings different settings if you have right? to choose one though because like oh shit if we have to go historical right what's gonna be played in 30 years fuck donald trump you think so? I think it is. You think we're not going to forget about him? He mean, he's a one-term president. In we're context. not going to forget yeah. about him because he's not going to let us forget about him. He's, he's gonna going to be dead to- by then. Bro, 73. Like, <laughs> he's going to be way dead by then. Yeah. Like, Well, by that time, we're not going to be in the clubs or that no more. But yeah. at least for the next yeah. decade, he's going to stay on Twitter. 
He's going to keep popping up. He's going to keep doing what he do. Next election, we're gonna hear hear his ass again. You think he's gonna? I don't run feel again? like he's gonna go. In, no, no, no. I just mean like oh. his just his uh, his presence. I think yeah. it's, he's still gonna make his presence be known. He's gonna be hating for because I didn't I didn't know even I watched the um what was the name of the documentary that came out uh, about the guys who it was on Netflix the um the Central Park Five. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that Donald Trump was so you know like prominent back then. Yeah. And then also it's a clip of Tupac talking about Donald Trump like yeah. I didn't know only thing I knew as an adult about Donald Trump was the Trump Towers mm-hmm. I didn't know that he had been you know around yeah. for so long so just saying that to say that nigga gonna keep <laughs> making his presence known and we gonna keep saying fuck Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to choose one Gabe um for right now it would be fuck Donald Trump but if you're talking about longevity and you talking about like you know after we get through this and um you know we have to face more adversity or or more uh issues throughout the world i feel like we we're gonna be all right it's gonna be one of those songs that stays for for a long time as well i think that's gonna be bigger but just in a yeah personally i feel like longer term all right is gonna be one of those songs that's gonna carry over for the next even 50 years like as you saw even James Brown, the payback was being played at some like protests yeah. and mm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful song. Yep. It's a song that not only gets sampled all the time, but it's just a, a song that makes you feel a certain way. And when I hear All Right, it really does make you feel that way. We gonna be all right. Like yep. mm-hmm. it's, a, it's another, it's a rally cry. Like it's a, it's a battle cry where anything could be going wrong. Mm-hmm. You can play that song and you can find some hope in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's also for the most part positive i mean you know the lyrics and stuff like that like during the verses like he does you know say certain things but the hook is you know going over and over and we heard him at like black lives matter protests anytime mm-hmm. that the power of having a song like that that can be acapella by crowds and crowds of people i feel like donald, Fuck donald trump has that but I feel like it's more of a seasonal thing. Mm. It's going to carry on for the next like 73 days. Mm-hmm. But once Trump is like out of here, I don't think we're going to be playing that song as much. We are going to play that to remember it, but it's kind of like fuck the police. But we thought we thought that song was done when didn't he make uh, YG not be able to something where he could have restricted him from performing it and it had been like removed from platforms mm. something like that I happened i don't think it was ever removed from platforms it was just edited. It was some type of restriction oh there was there was they, they a just edit. edited there was a sm- slight yeah. edit to it yeah. or something like yeah. that um Sorry, so i we i because back then i felt like yeah this is we gonna hear about it and mm-hmm. that's it but i think like you said we gonna be all right that one um can be played in multiple occasions not yeah. just with you know what we're talking about now yeah but the best thing about it is these are two content artists Facts that we talking about Kendrick Facts. and YG. So I think that's fucking phenomenal. And if you think about it, these are like okay. Try to picture. Try to think of a New York artist or an Atlanta artist that has a song that's been this impactful mm-hmm. politically in the past 10, 20 years. I can't yeah. think of not even one. Mm-hmm. And even if we go back further, fuck the police. Compton yeah. too. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like yeah. So like I love that LA is willing to like. LA artists are willing to Speak say up. this yeah. shit on wax Real and shit. really say with their chest out. Mm-hmm. And it shows that these are generational songs that carry over. And it seems like, you know, 
I could be wrong, but I don't know of any like New York songs or Atlanta songs. The only thing, just, the only song I could think of is the bigger picture, but Lil Baby, but he just dropped it. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, but also people can't chant that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's there's right. something to that as well. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus walks maybe a little by Kanye. Mm. I don't know. It's a, it's some it's some more songs. I just can't think of them like right off the top of my head. Yeah. But I know it's something else. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that in. 20 years people are chanting dio dio you know what i mean like because <laughs> that is also another one of my national anthems but you know yeah we'll see we'll see um shit so uh, a bunch of new music dropped as well mm-hmm. yes. you guys hear this uh nana and reason record yeah la yep. times that's that's my pick of the week as well okay what, what did you think of it that shit is hard nana man i don't know why i haven't like stumbled upon him before the homie Ben put me on him like last week, and I was like, "Damn, this motherfucker could spit!" And he's from the city. Yeah, he's uh, I believe he's from Inglewood. Inglewood. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he hopped on a song with yep. with Reason. Yep. Got Reason. They're yep. kind of similar artists, yeah. I guess you could say. They're really good storytellers. Storytellers. Like, the way mm-hmm. that they 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 flow is very very similar. I feel like Nana needed the Reason cosign. Yep. As a play to like. If you like reason, you'll love Nana. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like an advertisement thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I respect it because I get it. The artists have to find their fan base, you know, and cross yeah. promote and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a smart move. But what did you think? I Gina? think it was cool um, just to hear him because we can see that real rap still exists, which is the same way I feel about reason. Yeah. Is that it doesn't have to be catchy or, you know the how the the new music sounds yep. so i'm happy to see that like yes real rap still exists yeah um the song though the la times song that was a, what he's talking about and as well as what's going on in the video that's the reality of los angeles LA that's shit. some yeah, shit that either everybody that you somebody you know yeah. has experienced that well for people who point. haven't heard it like what are they speaking about um he's talking about gang affiliation um he's talking about and reason verse in particular is talking about getting put on okay. they even mentioned they have different la references in the song that if you're from la you know you know what what they're referring to and um which is funny to me though because reason has a song just like that called thirst and in his song he's talking about um the different elements of being inside of a party is the the females dancing it's the the neighborhood niggas that done walked in somebody starts shooting you yo, you trying to get somebody number your homies is on some females whatever so they both have those references in their songs and this is over like a, a, a long time span. I'm really interested to see how, well, interested to know how that song came about as yeah. far as him getting Reason on there, you know? Yeah. Like who heard it and said Reason is perfect for this or were they in the studio together, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I would like to know how that happened, how that came yeah. about. I mean, I think it's interesting that like you played both songs before and they do sound very similar. Mm-hmm. So I can see where it's like, Oh, if I don't get reason on this, people might try to bash me and be like, huh, well, I didn't think this, about that. This is, you know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of times. OK, so we'll go back to like Draco and Ojeezy. Remember when Ojeezy came out, people were like, oh, he sounds like Draco. He has mm-hmm. a Draco flow. But the minute they collabed, all that went away mm. because now it's like, oh, but he has a Draco cosign. So it must be cool. Yeah. Right. Even back to like Petty Petty and Draco. People say like, oh, Petty sounds like Draco. But they have songs together. They're they're seemingly homies. Yeah. So all that like clone shit gets like thrown out the window. Similar to to like Young Thug. And whenever there's an artist that sounds like Young Thug, mm-hmm. he just signs them to YSL. 
And he's just <laughs> like, yeah, like it's it's a smart move in a way, like yeah. because if you're gonna have clones of of yourself, might as well be making 10, 20 percent. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I don't know, but I think that was a smart move by Nana to get him. And the the record is fire. The record is fire. The, is time, fire. the video is great too. Yeah. So you feel like he got reason on the song because just because it was just the best move to go. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that he performed as well, yeah, is a, is an indicator. Like, well, oh, yeah, shit, none of I'm them here. are gonna like yeah. back off. Like, yeah. it's one of those things of, I mean, you've seen Reason on the Joe Budden podcast saying yeah. that like he's like I'm the best rapper in the world, and I yeah. really feel that way. And then they call Jid, and Jid is like I'm the best rapper in the world. What the <laughs> fuck you talking about? Like, <laughs> I love shit like that. Who is um? Do y'all know who Nana is with? Uh, no, but speculation could lead to our is tde trying to introduce us to a new artist mm. uh, you know a perfect what i mean fit. yeah, yeah i mean fit. we've seen that tde leans towards real like yeah. rappers mm-hmm. there's been so much talent in la these past few years you could talk about draco you could talk about blue bucks you could mm-hmm. talk about bino yeah uh and tde uh, seemingly never has any interest in them yeah you know what I mean? They're, they've never signed any of them. They seem to go after a particular brand of artists mm-hmm. that can really compete with the other artists on their label lyrically, yeah. can also produce hit records, and who their fan base, because TDE has like a fan base who they're going to love, mm-hmm. you know, and Reason is still kind of in that realm, but I think he's being accepted more and more, you know what I mean? Isaiah Rashad as well. But it also takes those cosigns of like, okay, I need Absol on this yeah. song, you know, like mm-hmm. for people to stop saying that, like I'm the new Absol or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, and that kind of, kind of came like left field when they signed uh Keem, but then, yeah. but then, then we find out that his cousin, Oh, oh well, no, well, TDE didn't sign Keem. It was, okay. it was Kendrick. Oh, so, okay. But even then that goes back to the thing. Like, well, that sounds, cause people were saying like, Oh, he kind of sounds like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. turns out that's his cousin and that he's Kendrick is like behind a lot of this shit. And like, helping produce him and stuff like that so yeah i think it was it was a good move but yeah i mean who knows td could be introducing us to a new artist you know they don't like to announce shit right away that's they what like they to, did with reason exactly that's, they like to ease it in though like you know they put them on the black Path, panther soundtrack mm-hmm. but for people in the know they already knew like what a year it was a year before a year a whole year before so mm-hmm. we might be and just they still seeing, didn't announce it yeah we might just be seeing the first you know emergence of nana and we're probably gonna you know maybe start to seem i don't know it walks like a duck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who knows? But I mean, hopefully, because that'll be a super good look. Because Nana's been grinding for years. And what is that? That though? Like, why do I, why do you guys think labels do that? Where they don't let you know? Because we we all know about different people in LA that sign to major labels. Major labels. Yeah. And why do y'all think they don't let us know that? Like, why is it not a big thing announcement? Like, I expect fireworks and shit and babies crying. You know, but. I think it's because they're trying to be strategic. They they need a whole plan first. They need to figure figure you out. Mm-hmm. I just signed you. I need to figure you out, and I need to see where I could put you in these different rooms before I can expose you to the world. I need to dress you up a little bit. Mm. Or mm. that's how I'm coming from, like on a label aspect, right? No, nah, I think they just want to hedge their bets, and they don't want to seemingly take any losses if it doesn't pan out. Mm. Because so much can go wrong with breaking an artist. Yeah. And if they announce it too soon, you know, now people are forgetting about them. If their singles don't perform well, now it's like, what does a rock nation gain from signing X artist and they don't pop? Now rock nation is like, oh, another L or 
they didn't make this artist pop and stuff like that. Just using Rock Nation as an example, but like, I feel like all these major labels are going to do things strategically, kind of like Gabe said, but also it's kind of like a fear of failure. Like they're like, mm, we'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put money behind them, but if it doesn't take off, it's not our fault. Like yeah. you never even knew he was here, you know, type shit. That's what I think. We could tell who got signed too. Like without our, you know, internal conversations that yeah. we have, but like you can kind of tell when a budget get a little bigger. Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> you can still see when the budget get a little yeah. bigger. But uh, mm. speaking of, did you see the the new Blue Bucks video? Yeah, and I had brought up that budget because I seen the behind the scenes of Want Me To, yeah. and that it looked like they was at Universal Studios. Oh shit! Like that shit looked great, but I did like their video, and I just think it's ironic how we was just saying how they don't drop anything, or they haven't dropped anything yeah. lately, and then here they come on the fucking Las Vegas Strip with a whole video, and I think it did like a hundred k in like a day or with something. Cash Kid, right? Yeah, Aaron uh-huh. Judge. That shit was fire. Yeah, I like that song. That shit, yeah, that shit was fire. It really showed their their lifestyle, but amped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And showing like obviously the Las Vegas Strip in the background was was dope. It was very them, but amplified, I feel like. Yeah. Tevo is um, doing his thing with their videos, Tevo too. Tevo is killing yeah, it. Yeah, Tevo's Tevo killing it. Shout out to Tevo. He actually filmed um, films my show. He films GX Expo. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And he um, did the whole Fashions promo video for me. Oh, so. shit. Yeah, he's, like, versatile as fuck. Wow. Like, Tevo's doing his shit. Well, his price just went up. So now you got to pay him more. My price is my price. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Don't play with me, (laughs) Tavo. So, yeah, I guess uh, uh, what what was your uh, your pick this week? For Yo, Who's That? Mm -hmm. So I was scrolling through my email. I don't ever open up emails or anything. And I got found a press release for C5 the Reaper. And I'm like, let me. And what's so funny is I've been calling him C5 the Rapper for a long time. (laughs) So um, where's where's he from? What part of L.A.? I'm not sure what part of LA he's from, but I'm going to assume that he's near me because he got a couple artists that, you know, well, I'm close with. Telling from like the wise where there should be eyes, mm-hmm. I feel like he's probably from the same place Blueface is from. Um, I believe. Schoolyard area. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that? Mid city, West LA? I have no clue. Yeah. That's, I've always that's thought what I th- I'm not confirming, but just knowing like the lingo yeah. and like those wise aren't there on accident. You know it's I mean? funny. See, I just thought he was just spelling it in a in a uh, creative way. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> he might. I think he, there's meaning to everything. Yeah. No. Um. But he's he's definitely from the city for sure. Yeah. Um. His project featured. I, um. What? No, I was gonna say I feel like he's done a song with with Blueface. Blueface. Um. This it one up. it had uh, what's his name? Um. Catchy was on there. Okay, catch and the then great. yeah. Oh, and my favorite song is um, it's called Trio, and it's featuring um, Weez and Ralphie, which is y'all know Ralphie's Draco's brother. Yeah, Ralphie the plug. Yeah, but that song is really really great, and I've had it been playing it back to back. But definitely, y'all send me y'all music. I'm going to listen to it. I don't have nothing to do. I sit at home all day. I work from home, so y'all can email me y'all music. I'll listen to it. I'll share it if it's good. But I was really happy that. I opened my email up to a great project. Like, yeah. I thought that was really dope. So it's called, oh, I can't say it. You can say it. What? <laughs> the name of the project. <laughs> I respect that, though. Like, I respect that. The song is called Hottest Niggas in the Winter 2. <laughs> Part 2. Yeah. You're stupid. And he has a jacket on because it's cold outside. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, you. Hey, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> I, was, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Respectfully. <laughs> so I was about to say, but never mind. It was, a, it was a bleep there. Yeah. Yeah, but the project's dope. Uh, go listen to it. It's on Apple Music on all streaming platforms. Yeah, shout out C5. He's actually um, also featured on my pick, which is uh, P5 featuring Trap Desk, Ku Corleone, Donnie Loke, Woodrow the Man, and C5 the Reaper. Oh, and Tim Dog. It's called No Hook. And oh, yeah, I thought it was super dope of all of them to get together on one song. Oh, and this is uh, P5 featuring them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Gina just explains, P5 is not a rapper. Yes. So he's what? doing like some DJ Khaled shit. He's on some DJ Khaled shit. Shout out to P5. He's been getting a lot of artists in the city together and putting them on the same track. And I think that's freaking great. We need somebody doing that. You know, he like he on some like DJ Khaled Diddy shit. Yeah. We actually did a cypher together um, oh, okay. where he got he. um he pretty much booked the artist for me or whatever that was on his last project before the one that he just dropped. Okay. And um, it was really dope. So, yeah, see, uh, P5's doing his shit. Yeah, I thought it was dope that they all came together because they're all seemingly kind of at that same level as far as notoriety, followers, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. They haven't necessarily, like, broke through or gotten, like, a huge cosign. Mm-hmm. And, but they're consistent. They're bubbling in the city, all of them. And they all got together on one song, no hook. They just wrapped their ass off. They all, you know, were in the video together, showing camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And I always think that's dope because we seen something similar a few years ago with like the one takes and the uh, AZ Colt, Mac and Co. Mm-hmm. You know, they all kind of like formed as one like Megatron and started, you know, a real movement. They'd be at shows together. Mm-hmm. So I always think when artists kind of recognize their peers and just are like, fuck it, it's us and let's work. I always find that dope. And I always like to see these cycles like repeat themselves with new artists and stuff. LA always needs new talent, you know what I mean? And I feel like all these artists are super talented. Um, I don't know any of them too personally, but I I fuck with Woodrow the most. Uh, I've met him, been at studio sessions with him. Shout out uh, Rob too introduced us, so. Uh, Being that you just brought that up about the one takes and Cole, um, Mac and Cole and all of that. I think in a in a way, um that's another reason why I'm happy about Draco being out. Because granted we all need we need positivity in the city, but it's been too damn friendly. <laughs> Gina don't like that shit. Wow. We ain't had no diss tracks. We wow. ain't heard nothing. It's been too damn friendly. And I think I just feel like yeah. Draco's about to stir the pot For a little real. bit. He did already. Yeah. Didn't uh He tweeted something. Yeah, there's a sneak diss uh we had of, of Draco. I think it's the last one. Yeah. It was uh, basically he's continuing with that same energy of mm-hmm. he he said, I gave you all three years and he y'all said, still can't catch you up. Can't, you can't read that one either. <laughs> he said, you niggas can't fuck with me. I gave you all three years to catch up. It's just like he just comes. Just yeah. gorilla. Just I'm back. I'm bogarting shit. Hey, but is he speaking facts or not? <sighs> I mean, if we comparing it to the people who he came out with versus you know who's still um in conversations yeah. now or are they not in conversations no more versus the people who are booming right now yeah. then he's 100 percent. i mean I, I feel like you know even adam tweeted this when he saw that draco came out adam said uh the best rapper in la is out mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like it tells you that like there might be people bigger than him obviously Blueface is like you know star but i feel like as far as LA consensus, people that are actually here, yep. we look at Draco as like still number one 
until somebody takes it from him. And that's why it's so perfect that he was just so highly anticipated. Like yeah, sure. you go away for that long and you come back and you still got that title. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. great. And then all the love we saw on the, on the timeline for when mm-hmm. he came out. Like I think that's freaking like that's star power. Again, yep. that's yep. more freaking star power. Hell yeah. He's like the most influential in the city. Like I he came so out and he sees everyone rapping like him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, for real. I can't I can't wait for this shit. Yeah. I can't wait. He said he's dropping a tape next week already. Oh. And seemingly it's called uh We Know the Truth. He keeps pushing that. Yeah. We know yeah. the truth. We know the truth. We know the truth. So everybody look out for that. Did he confirm that yet? He for some I think he said I think the same week, thing though. Yeah, he said next Oh, he didn't confirm it, but he said No, I'm next talking about week, the title. No, he just keeps teasing that. Name. I feel, but yeah. I agree though. That yeah. I think that that's definitely the name. He's of been it. saying that as soon as he came out. He said, "We know the truth. We know the truth." Mm-hmm. So, I'm super excited for that. The turnaround time to be, it's probably going to be exactly like seven days when he releases the album from when he got released. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Like his work ethic is unmatched. I feel like it's already been loaded to the streaming platforms. Yeah. So it's yeah, everybody, there. everybody, look out for that. Everybody, tune in next week. Mad lately, will be back. Rosecrans Vic. Gina View, shout out to everybody watching. Shout yeah. out to the new listeners, yep. the shout new the viewers. Yeah, shout out the haters. I fuck with y'all. Say that. I love y'all. <laughs> keep commenting. Yep. Yeah, keep commenting. Keep giving us hate. Keep giving us love. Uh, we need some more love, though. If you really fuck with us, you got to comment. Say Sh- something nice. Yeah, show love. Vic paying car notes if say, y'all say something nice. Say, say something about my hat. Say something about Gina's hat. Say something about Gabe's hat. I don't know. <laughs> Who has the best hat this week? Comment below. Yeah. Matt Lately, we out. <laughs>